I'm Amanda. And I'm Neve. And welcome to Catching Up with Amanda and Neve. In this episode, we're talking about camping. Do you prefer like an actual campsite or like full on wilderness, like Bear grills? I just rocked up here and I'm going to just hitch my tent. No, I have a fair campsite because it gets a bit dodgy over here with the uh, with the wild animals and the bears. So in a wild campsite, you have to kind of put your food in kind of like a big bucket and then hoist that up a tree. So a lot of places will have it set up that they'll either have cages where you have to lock your food into or you have to put your food into, into the bucket and then hoist it up. And then... It gets a bit dangerous in that. I mean, this is any campsite, but you can't even sleep in the clothes that you cooked in because you might smell of food. You can't, you have to be careful where you brush your teeth. Like don't brush your teeth too close to the tent and then don't bring your toothpaste into the tent. So there's all these things. Yeah, there's a lot of rules to go with camping, especially in the wilderness. So yeah, I'm not one of those. And then having the dog as well. I don't know. Oh Oh, yeah, we bring the dog camping. Yes, she sleeps in the room with us. Yeah, gets very interesting when she tries to get onto the air mattress too. This is probably why. So you bring the kitchen sink. I'm assuming you bring wine glasses, or do you just have everything out of the same mug for the entire time? Glasses, come on. And I don't. And I bring like proper glasses, not plastic everything. Yeah, I like a wine glass. I just think you know, if I'm on my holidays, I like to enjoy it. Sometimes you want a juice and a cup of tea, you know. I mean, I say cup of tea as though I've ever yeah. made or like cooked beside my tent because actually I feel like we've always either had like something that can come out of a packet or we're saving so much money on the fact that we're mm-hmm. camping. Surely we can just go out for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or get takeaway so, yeah, or not something. Really, not hardcore. Yeah. Um, do you like camping? Do I like camping now? Yes, I love it. But you can only go for a maximum of two nights. I think... If you go for more than that, it gets a bit awkward. You got to do a little bit more planning and I just start to not like it as much. So I think the two days is the key on the camping now, but I do love it. And John does not love it so much. Um, But last year I did manage, he was away for a few days and I brought Ellen camping and we had a blast, but like that, it was only one night. So we didn't really have to bring much with us. Although I did still bring absolutely everything with us. But yeah, so he, he's he's not a huge fan. I always try and suggest it, you know, if he has a race coming up. He's like, I want to go here and I want to go here and I want to do this race. Like, yeah, let's go camping. And his face always drops. He's like, what is this obsession with camping when I go to races? I don't want to sleep on rocks the night before, wake up like a broken person, and then try and do this like eight-hour race. That's just not appealing to me. I'm like, oh, right, okay. Well, I'm not coming. What are we? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do for these eight hours? I mean, if we're camping, then it would be a novelty for us yeah. as well. But yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, no, it's pretty horrific doing a big race after. Yeah, I think you're probably totally right about the two days. We've done it a couple of times in our like adult life. And I think, you know, probably our first mistake was I think when we bought it, we were probably at our like kind of financially most pressed. And it was like, you know, we can't be affording a big holiday now and we can't be doing this. So what we'll do is we'll go camping. But like the first camping trip isn't inexpensive at all. 
you have to get a tent, no. you have to get all the bits, you have to figure it all out because you don't know what you're doing. You invariably yeah. end up spending more because you're like, oh, I didn't know I'd need or oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and you either have way too much rope or not enough rope. And then you're wondering what the hell did we even need the rope in the first place for? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm not really one for tender rolls normally, but I feel like when we go camping, they sort of emerge and I'm... <laughs> I think we just need to ask ask some sort of a strong man for help or something. Like I just I don't understand. I can't make it. And the first time we got it, we got there. We bought this like really elaborate tent because it was going to be our solution to like having so many holidays because we were obviously like, you know, a little bit financially strapped. Yeah. So it was like, we'll get a good tent and that way we'll go camping all the time, basically. All the time. Um so we bought this tent with like, you know, two little bedroom areas and then the middle space. And Ooh, now I have never see. put up a tent in my life. Right. So we buy this. Sean's super confident. They used to go to camping a lot of kids or, you know, he really liked it. He was yeah. like, we've done this. It's fine. So we buy the tent. We didn't practice putting it up. We didn't have any like, you know, training, in my opinion. <laughs> so we drove down. But again, it was one of those like, oh, it says this place is like two and a half, three hours away. But of course, it took about four hours because if we went yeah. summer holiday, like, you know, weekend times and all this. So we get there at like, I'm not going to, I don't know the time, but it was July. And I'd say we arrived at 5 p.m. at the place we were kind yeah. of going to, just the two of us. And it was like, okay, great. Now we'll just take out the tent from this massive suitcase it lives in. And we're like taking it out. And the instructions are like, step one, put up the tent. Step Fantastic. two, disassemble the tent and put it back in the bag. Like, honestly, there was no instruction. Like, I was like, <laughs> and I think this was like, this. Um, I'm going to say this was about nine years ago. Like, it wasn't, like, I just don't think we had phones with data. Like, you couldn't have Googled it. You couldn't have been like, oh, I'm just going to no. get a YouTube video here on how to put up this particular model of tent. So we're standing around and Sean's like, no, it's simple. It's simple. All you need to do, all we need to do now is just put up the tent. I was like, yeah, no, I've, yeah. I've understood that. <laughs> As we walk around, it's like, honestly, I'm not joking. Like, lay it all out now. Lay it all out. And I'm like, sure, we don't know what we're doing. Like, why don't we just ask some other, those people have put up their tent really well. Well, I asked them, you can't ask them. And I was like, what do you mean I can't ask them? And Sean, I, I'm like, I don't know, maybe is this a thing, but he was like, you can't ask other campers to put up your tent for you. He was like, that's No, like you can't. Yeah. yeah, okay. You he can't, was right. No. I was like, but they're sitting around, they're clearly laughing a bit. And, yeah. you know, we need help. And he was like, absolutely not. Like, over my dead body. He was like, yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> Definitely. So it really tested our relationship to put it up. Um, and eventually, like somehow, and I'm going to say he did it because I really know that I didn't. I was like, I didn't know what the pieces even meant. I was like, what's happening? When you were even yeah. saying rope there, it was like br bringing it back to me. I was like, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's not our like, it's not our strength of holiday. And it's not actually that cheap a holiday at the end. Like by no. the time we had bought this thing and done all that, I was like, we may as well have gone on like to a cheapy hotel. Yeah. That's the reality here. You wouldn't have had this argument to test your marriage. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got married after, which says something, but it's actually still a running joke. Like when we yeah. have to do some mammoth task. Yeah. That like, obviously it's like 75 subtasks. Sean and I will still always say to each other, now, all we need to do is just put up the tent. Like, so any yeah. like big, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Actually, at this point, all we need to do now is put up the tent. It's like, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So 
we did a big camping trip across Canada. So we started in Whistler, just north of Vancouver, and we drove all the way to Toronto and we camped the entire way for like three and a half weeks. But we bought a pop-up tent. That was the business. Because you rock up to your campsite at whatever time. Sometimes it was 10 o'clock at night. You open the bag. We even got it on video. This thing was magic. And you opened it and just, boop, it was open. You just had to like knock it into the ground. And there you go. It did not have four rooms and a foyer. No. But we definitely, yeah, one room. And that would be what you need in your life, I think, yeah. a pop-up tent. I think yeah. you're probably we still have it. We've moved it from house to house. We went a second time. We brought some friends and it was really fun the second time. And I didn't really get involved in the, the putting up of the tent because we okay. thought, can't demonstrate that in a public yeah. setting. You know, obviously it's, it's a bit too testing on us and our relationship. So I think actually it was very smooth sailing to put it yeah. up the second time. So maybe I was the weakest link in it. But um, and it was more fun, I think, with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need someone to stand at each corner. Like, yeah and I think also even the trip like I think for the two of us I, like I as I said I like to be more into camping but when you had a couple of friends as well it was just I think it was a bit easier to just laugh at it and be like oh it's fine yeah yeah this isn't us why are we here again yeah well when we did that trip across Canada we brought a cousin with us so there was three of us that went and we drove um, about six hours, five or six hours north to a place called Wells Gray Park. On the way, we learned that in the 80s, there was a mass murder in this campground. So that was the hot topic of our conversation the whole way there. Why the hell did I book this campsite? I have no idea. Clearly, you know, back then, as you say, yeah, like 10 years ago when we went on this trip, Google was just different then. You didn't just go searching all the reviews and although it is on Wikipedia, I think. Anyway, my bad, my bad. And it was in the 80s. So I think we went in 2012. It was fine, you know. Surely. Yeah, oh, I got wow. my years wrong. It wasn't 10 years ago. Summer? We went in September. So it was still fine for camping. So we drove up, took us, as I say, about five hours to get there. Tent wasn't an issue, pop-up tent. So no arguments there. But we did try and light a campfire that's where the issue came in it was the very first day of our trip and I think the cousin was like what have I done why have I decided to go with these people (laughs) because we just let loose on each other there was nobody else in the campground and like neither one of us could like this bloody thing I thought it had to be done like a teepee and triangle and he thought something else and Anyway, of course, the only food we brought for that day were these raw sausages that we had to cook somehow. And we were determined to, like, cook them over this fire. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Bear grills or something. We thought we just, like, set up this rotisserie over this fire that was not happening. So we're hungry. We're stressed out. Before going on the trip as well, we convinced our cousin not to bring her tent. We were like, our tent is big enough. It pops up. Let's just all stay in that tent together. And that way we don't have to set up two tents every single night. So she was a bit like, "Mm, okay, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Forgetting that we were going to be with each other for three and a half weeks with no escape. Anyway, first night, we get to this park. We're off to a rocky start. We all probably had half a raw sausage for dinner, and that was about it. 
then we decided let's call it a night and just go to bed like we all had enough of each other already <laughs> sick of each other gone to bed kind of terrified too like there was nobody in this campground camping season was kind of already done and it was probably like a wednesday um so it was a bit eerie knowing about the whole murders and anyway we all head to bed in the middle of the night our cousin she must have had like night terrors this was also something we didn't know about her before the trip so she starts making these very strange noises like kind of like crying whimpering with a, a bit of screaming in there too I wake up, bolt up, within the split second that I hear this noise. I assume she's getting attacked by an animal. Of course. I think that's, of course, what you assume. So I'm like, John, John, get the bear spray. There's an animal in the tent. There's an animal in the tent. And I, I didn't even look around. I get a torch to see what was actually happening. So he's jumping up, like reaching for the bear spray, ready to get this, like, so-called animal. Finally, when we actually just get it together and look over, she's already back asleep. <laughs> All this commotion is going on. So nobody got murdered. There was no animals and we were all fine. But that was definitely the start of our trip. It got better from there, thankfully. But yeah, that was not the best night to start a three and a half week journey. Camping In one bedroom. Yes, yeah, so it was a one bed pop-up pop -up tent. We got it right there. It been like... You know what? How about we bring the two tents and we can decide on a night by night basis whether or not to put up one or two. We were really worried about the space. We didn't know if we'd have enough space because we also had luggage for three and a half weeks. All of our luggage, we were leaving the country afterwards too. Our so all of our stuff. And we also had the bright idea to bring bikes. We thought we would just cycle everywhere and we'd see the cities on our bikes. This was going to be fantastic. So we lugged three bikes across and I think we brought them out for one day and we rode them for an hour. As a principle, probably, like, we must take a cycle. Yeah, we have to do this now. Um, yeah, we just didn't realise. Again, just didn't plan the trip very well. Just didn't Google it, didn't see could we actually cycle anywhere. But really, we were just going to be doing laps of these little campgrounds everywhere we went. So that was... Yeah, that was such a great trip. But yeah, luckily nobody was murdered in the end. That was really a positive start. Yeah, that is good. I feel as well, like, I think you're right about the two night thing because three and a half weeks, like camping showers for three and a half weeks, that's not great. What? That wasn't great. No. no, and I did forget my towel. We did go to one place. A lot of the facilities were good in a lot of places. But, you know, when you forget your towel, what are you going to do? So I had to use a bit of um, kitchen towel. <laughs> to try myself get an old t-shirt <laughs> and you're just like and you're <laughs> putting the old t-shirt back on <laughs> because you didn't bring all the right stuff to the shower <laughs> yeah I think both of us agree that maybe planning for camping is actually a kind of important and not just I think so inner bear grills will emerge once <laughs> you get to the tent my body will know what to do <laughs> because mine does not it's just like surely I'll be great at this surely I'd like it'll be because I keep saying we should do it we should do it as a family of three you know wouldn't it be so nice and yeah. but like the reality is we'd probably all be terrible at it but in my head I have yeah. this sort of like romantic idea that we'd be sort of you know teaching her about like sustainability and living off the earth and how you can actually live with a yeah. lot less and, you know minimal living and like actually you're so lucky to have your fabulous home because you know 
but actually I think we yeah. probably just bicker the whole time and <laughs> just be I think uh, so not good I feel like it. because we're from the country we have this sense that we're like we should be good at this you know we get outside sometimes you know we're from the country we're not city slickers we've got this yeah but no um one of the things I can't camp without is baby wipes everything gets baby wiped myself the dishes I don't wash anything so <laughs> pots and pans all baby, baby wipes so, <laughs> so yeah, after the two days <laughs> I know but like I never bring a base and I never bring the right stuff so after the two days, I'd probably run out of baby wipes as well. Yeah. Not the most eco-friendly of me. I mean, everything I just it counts as camping if you go on like a boat. Is that camping? No, it's not. But I do like the sound of a boat trip. I've never been. So for my birthday a couple of years ago, we decided to go with a couple of friends. And we, again, I think that's sort of like, how could we go do something a bit different, you know? Um, mm. You know, let's not Airbnb it. So we found this place that you can rent these little... Um, you know, like just boats, like but with a couple of bedrooms, not like a barge, like a normal, yeah, a normal boat. I don't know what they're called, just just a boat. And um, just a boat. But yeah, like none of us know anything about boats. We ne- none of us had ever slept on a boat. Like you know, we had nothing, right? So we get there, and I assume mm. like they'll probably just do a little like course with us at the start. We signed up to three nights, um, so we were like, you know, surely there'll be like training, and obviously it's not that hard because they said you can do it with no experience. So fine. Yeah. We get there and it's lashing rain on the first day, which is a bad start. Oh. And we get there and the guy is a bit like, um, he's young, like super young. And I don't know if he then thought that like he was, he couldn't really tell us what to do because he was so young. You know, that sort of like feeling of right. like, oh, he's kind of trying to tell, teach them. But ultimately that's exactly what we needed. So he was just like, yeah. oh yeah, you just do this. This makes it go. This makes it stop. Like just, you know, honestly, like the most basic instructions and I was like are you sure that's it like is there nothing else we need to know no no like that's it nothing else and he was like oh yeah you just need to keep and I'm gonna get this wrong but like I don't remember the exact thing but it was like keep left of the green boys and right of the red ones and I was like okay god good thing I asked him that like there at the end like because you know we obviously thought we'd know but like we don't know anything about that Brown so first night we head off basically again I don't know how it happened but like we kind of did leave a lot of the boat driving to the boys first of all because I was just like I I don't feel like I'm I'm I've been trained in this and I don't feel like I want to do it and I think they were really eager because they were like oh we're like driving a boat cool left it to them for pretty much the whole trip and there were a load of locks it was all like you know oh and you come to a lock and there's loads of rules as how to get into a lock and out of a lock and it's not as simple like you know there were rules and there were other boats so you had to like you know there was etiquette that we didn't really know a lot about so people are yelling at you from another boat being like you must go in or must come out anyway we as I said the first night lashing rain we go to bed and I oh yeah and I was also pregnant maybe only like like maybe I don't know I'm gonna say like nine or ten weeks or something so a bit queasy so a boat trip probably oh, wasn't yeah. the best choice my That's head awesome every idea. night was lower down than my feet we had to sleep oh. in a v-shape where our heads were kind of together but our feet were not um okay. kind of weird bed thing and it was like kind of that caravan plasticky material so because of the rain mm. and the condensation of it being warm inside I kept waking up in the night to just water dropping on my face. So this is what it was like camping because I'm like, this is the same vibe, like the wet interior, yeah. you know, you're not in a hotel. Um, yeah. So anyway, this is us. 
we got on fine like we managed to get to where we were going and turn around and come back and the last stretch of the last morning so it was one of those things where we had to have the boat back by I can't remember say 11 o'clock so the Mm -hmm. last night we stayed quite close to that place so we only had to do like two hours of boating to get ourselves back and during that time everyone's just trying to pack up and clean up we did it for three nights so not that long but actually when you're on a boat like you do have a little bit of stuff and whatever everyone was sort of alternating their roles a bit so that we could pack up and you know whatever so I start driving the boat the boys are inside we're outside and it was like la 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 we were getting on grand we were pretty confident actually at this point and then we're coming to this bridge that has like three like bridges if you know what I mean like the points at which you can go under the bridge like two narrower ones on the left and right or kind of semi-circularly opening bit bridge that you can go under in the middle <laughs> and um one like right there's a red boy and a green boy as well and I was like so we must have to go in through the smaller of the three bridges that must be the rule like I was like it must be in case there's another boat coming toward us Um, uh, my friend was like mm, I don't know but then it does look a bit small I don't remember going through the smaller side at any point in the rest of the trip I was like yeah but he said left, like right at the red that's what he said like don't you remember and I was like yeah okay I suppose you did say that Anyway, we're kind of, we're chatting about it for a bit. And I'm like, well, we have to make a decision. Called out one of the boys and they were like, mm, I think it's the middle. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd be the middle. Like, but, you know, obviously whatever you think, but like, I think, I think it's probably the middle, but not coming down on the fence being like, it's the middle. Like you must go through the middle. So I was like, yeah, I think we're going to yeah. go right at the red boy and like go small side. Mm-hmm. We ran aground. We literally, this like, it wasn't a tiny boat. It had two bedrooms. We're just going through a next thing. And we're like, right. Um, the boat's oh, not no. moving. At this point, the two boys are like, what have you done? Like, you haven't driven this thing for three days. Are you joking? We're like, <laughs> we're half an hour max away from being back. Panic is setting in. Oh. I was like, yeah, no. It's like trying to reverse it. And it's just like, not doing anything. Okay, we'll try to go forward again. Oh. We're just like, oh, no. Like, we've broken the boat. Also, how much does the boat cost? What are we going to do? Like... <laughs> Um, so then we noticed this like old or well pretty old man who obviously owns a barge and obviously lives a life on the water and he's just sort of staring yeah. at us like in kind of like are these joking like um and after yeah, I a while I think he came over with his massive barge pole thing and he was like oh. you've gotten a bit stuck there um the only thing you're going to be able to do you're going to have to try and like rock the boat and push it off like push this pole off the bridge to like reverse the boat and we were like okay so we're running from side to side on the boat trying to get a rock (laughs) going which wasn't really getting a rock going and I think was just a task to occupy me because I was panicking (laughs) yeah yeah you rock the boat there love and we'll just get on then they had this massive thing trying to like move it it like honestly we're talking other people came to help another person with a different pole like it was mortifying um eventually it worked like eventually like we're talking an hour like of jumping around and doing whatever so we get it to reverse um and just sort of like there's no speaking for the rest of the trip obviously everyone's just like no of course not like and I was like, but it was the right of the boat. You really did and it. It that turns time. out the left and right thing obviously applies when you're going one way up the river. But given that we turned to come back, the reverse rule obviously um. applied on the way back. 
But she never said that. Obviously. Now, ultimately, like, I was an idiot. <laughs> I will take that. But, like, they should say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we, and then the say, worst part was. They should assume that yes, you're an idiot. exactly. These are big boats. <laughs> and the worst was another, like, all the boats from the same boat company had, um, like, the logo on the side. So some other boat from our company passed us at the time. Um, and they just mm. sort of waved and kept going. Like, they didn't offer us any help or anything. Next lock, this guy starts talking to us. And it's a bit like, oh, yeah, how are you getting on or whatever? He was like, I saw some people got stuck back there. And we just sort of pleaded ignorance. Like, mm. it wasn't us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, after that lock, then it was like five more minutes to go. And we meet the boat, like, owner people coming towards us. And they were like, oh, just that guy ahead of you told us that, like, someone had been stuck. That He rang it in. So he knew it was us. Oh. And he, like, rang in to sort oh. of tell on us for getting the boat stuck. Um, yeah. It turns out, like, we got there and they were like, yeah, that's fine. No bother. They didn't even, like, check or anything. I was genuinely afraid that we were going to sink. But it turns out it's not that big a deal. Yeah, so that's probably my, like, that felt like the biggest camping moment, but maybe because I never did the fire on our actual yeah. camping trip, I <laughs> have a fire. Yeah, maybe. That's a big one. Don't think I'll ever get a boat I, now. That sounded the most stressful trip. It really was. I would totally recommend it. It's, like, a really fun because you get to move around. The boats move really slow. It's a lovely way. Like, we went on a wet weekend, which wasn't really... But I think it was yeah. sunny. It'd be a lovely thing to do. And now I know... First of all, there are rules to it and just maybe leave it to someone else or learn the rules. Don't give me Do a bit of Googling before you go. And no other rules because then that's my literally my only guiding yeah. principle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and also probably the rules are you go through the biggest openings because the boats go quite small. I'm slowly, I'm sure if another boat was coming, they would have just seen us, but I just wasn't sure, you know. Stay yeah. in the middle. Unless there's a boat. Exactly. Stay in the middle. And what about yeah, you like do you do caravans or mobile homes or are you just like it's either tenting or getting to a hotel as a kid yes we did do the mobile home thing I think I don't really remember them much but yeah we probably did one night here and there um but no we've mostly done the camping again we splashed out on a tent we have a proper tent now and after we did our trip across Canada we then went to Australia and did the trip from like south no from north to south so our first time we stayed in Cairns and we found a hostel and either we were super cheap probably that that option and there was an option at the hostel to get a tent <clears throat> so you could get like a dorm room or you could go outside and there was a few tents set up so we were like oh okay yeah let's do the tent because that's more private you've got your own space for your own stuff and um yeah, like that, again, it just rained and rained for the entire time we were there. If we'd known that, we wouldn't have picked a tent. And I think as well, a bit like you, it's kind of like, what's the rules to this? It's like, well, there's your tent. There you go. But um, nobody ever mentioned like putting a tarp up or anything like this. It was kind of like, that's your tent. You're sorted. Go do your own thing. So in the middle of the night, of course, it starts lashing rain. Well, we woke up with a lot of, you know, a lot of pitter-patter. And then all of a sudden you hear kind of like a stream of water. Like, mm, is that inside? Is that outside? I don't really know. Let's just, let's just try and sleep. So woke up maybe 3 a.m. There was water everywhere. It was nearly like our, our mattress was kind of 
floating on the water, except it wasn't because the mattress had also deflated a little bit in parts. So there's now pools of water on the inflatable mattress and pools of water around us also. So if you move at all, that pool of water on the inflatable mattress would kind of like leak into, so you just have to stay very, very still um, or else either way you'd be, yeah, drowned. I think I just got up at 3 a.m. and decided that was yeah. it. That was the no, start of my day. Yep. I also think that's a kind of a, a ballsy way yeah. to start your time in Australia because I've never been, but I feel like the rhetoric is there's mm-hmm. a lot more bugs there and there's a lot more stuff that you might want to watch out for. And so like for day one to be like, I spot any sort of dangerous yeah. animal or spider or crazy thing. Don't worry. Ballsy. I guess so. You never thought of that. Uh, we were kind of in a little town. It was like somebody had set up this, camping in their back garden like a massive back garden but that's kind of what it was like yeah it was fine I think we'd lived in Melbourne for a few months for that and we hadn't seen anything and we realized like it was hard to find a kangaroo like we really actually had to go kangaroo searching um and yeah we never saw any snakes or spiders or anything like that but that was yeah you know what you say that now I'm like "Mm -hmm, yeah I never really thought about that so now we know apparently camping is not a planned trip yeah, and you know what? Out of all the trips I've done camping, I would say there's more failed attempts than there are good ones. Yet I still love it. I'm still like, okay, where are we going this year? What are we going to do? What's, what are we going to do next? Just have to get some mattresses because the mattress only lasts, yeah. I don't know. I'm glad you use the mattresses because I like those as well rather than just like one of those like mats on the floor. You know, it's hard enough like, to be sleeping in a tent without being like sitting flat on the ground as well. Yeah. And it's just much colder. I feel like maybe I've never yeah. done it in a hot country. I've only ever done it, it in funny. Ireland and England. So I feel like perhaps if I was in like a hot country, yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's fine. Like, sure. Yeah. The hot countries are dangerous though, because you kind of wake up like dying in the morning. Like, you're just so thirsty. You're so, you're overheating. And it's, get me out. Get me out of this claustrophobic feeling. Also, in Ireland, you're quite safe, but in other countries, and you get that one um, mosquito that just flies around. You don't know where it is. You can never get it, but yet you always hear it. It like flies by your ear for the entire night. Again, another sleepless night because you're just terrified of this mosquito that's going to eat you alive. That has to be the worst part. The worst mosquito, part of camping. Right. And also, I do miss like just running water. You wake up in the middle of the night, you need to go to the bathroom, and it's like, such an effort like you're yeah. definitely wide awake like, for an hour after it because um but then yeah. I haven't done it since I've become a parent and so historically the idea of being woken in the night was probably a lot more daunting and traumatic to me whereas now I'd probably be like me eh, okay I'll get back to sleep don't you worry <laughs> yeah I, I sleep through anything now it's all good when you go camping are you a minimal or do you bring the whole kitchen sink? I think we're kitchen sink people. I mean, I don't know what I am naturally, but Sean is definitely kitchen sink people. The last time we went, we brought a lamp. A lamp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we got one to of plug those, in. Like, um, thing, you know, the like things that you can use the electricity with your thing. And he brought a yeah. lamp and he turned a like box that we carried like a load of stuff in upside down and made a little bedside table. So that's when you know you're not built for it. <laughs> What a genius. How have I never brought a lamp? I always get the electricity. Yeah, I'm lamp. bringing a lamp when next time. That's fantastic. Over and you have a bedside table. So I think, yeah, that doesn't scream minimalist to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in everything. Bring the whole yeah. kitchen sink. Just, just in case. Just in case. So it is stressful when you're unpacking. But I love that you bring everything. Just bring everything. Obviously, don't bring a basin and like washing up liquid. I'll just baby wipe the dishes. Just baby wipe them. Why would you? No, I mean, I've already had enough stuff in the car. I don't own a basin. 
Uh, you'd probably bring your tray, would you? You'd bring your tray for your breakfast. Yeah. And do you see camping as like family bonding time or more like something you prefer to do with like friends for a laugh, like a big group? Um, I think friends for a laugh. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like to go just us. I feel like that would get very quiet. And as well, if you go in the summer, you can't have fires because it's usually a fire ban. Fire ban started early this year. So late at night, you're kind of just sitting around getting eaten by mosquitoes. Like you don't even have that campfire to to drink around so you definitely need a few people in order to keep the to entertainment a going holiday yeah and not just endurance yeah. Task, i think <laughs> yeah 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 you need a bit of that you need a bit of that or else I you're questioning why you're going at all well that and we're not very good at it obviously but also that's one of the reasons we haven't really done it as parents i just feel like i don't know i put her to bed and then what i'll just probably go to bed myself at seven o'clock yeah and then you start your day at five yeah. when the birds wake up I mean it's yeah. one way of doing it yeah. it's one it's one of the ways one of the ways this is again yeah. you I only do it for two days but then at least two days okay I had to take a shower with my three shirts and then put it back on you know it's not ideal but at least I'll be home tomorrow not well in seven days surely I'll get a decent yeah, shower the t- yeah that does not sound like something I'd be into and where do you dry your stuff as well you know, if it's raining and you've got your wet towel from your shower, if you have a shower and you don't just baby wipe it. Yeah. And what like, I'm where do you dry that? It gets wet. I don't know. I don't know. You probably hang it up in your spare room, though. You probably have a clothes <laughs> <hole. laughs> Um, Do you go for a bush pee or do you do the outhouses? You know, if you stay in one of those places where they have the outhouse, it's not quite a bathroom. Which would you go for? Now, I probably would go for mm. getting my money back and moving to a different place if those are good places. Outhouse sounds terrifying, but does that sound like somewhere like a proper little like just stall out in the middle of nowhere? Not the like not the area with the bathrooms and the showers. Yeah, no, it's not like it's just yeah, we've been camping in a few places, kind of like if you go for a hike and it's just a toilet, it's a hole in the ground. There may or may not be toilet paper and there's usually an empty thing of sanitizer. Mm, yeah, no, I think in I the would, doorway. I'd probably take my chance in a bush at that point. I mean, I didn't know like I mean, unless I was scared of bears, in which case I might be like, Okay, well, at least this is a designated area. We had one one of our trips in, gosh, it's all blurred together now, but it was Australia. I think I'd be a bit more cautious in Australia now, but Australia or Canada. I think it was Canada. Anyway, it was covered in frogs, the whole toilet area, covered in frogs. So I think from now on, I'll never use one of them again. I think I'll always go for a bush pee. Yeah. Can you imagine a frog jumping at you when you're sitting down? Oh, Slimy and squish no, no, against your mm. and just frogs in general. Like you're sitting there and you're like it's looking at you and you're thinking, oh, it'll just jump up on top of me now. And, oh no, I wouldn't be able to. Especially as a mom, I try to be like, oh yeah, I'm chill. No, that's just don't you love it? But like inside, I'm like, mm, I'm just not great with any of that. You know, the way some people are like, oh, I love all these no. little weird like woodlandy kind of thing. I'm like, oh, I just don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say would be um, the little luxuries? Bring a good bit of decent snack food. Like it's not the time for dieting and it's not the time for like, I mean, the last time we went, we definitely did a good few bakes. You know, we brought our own flapjacks, brownies, that sort of thing. So you're like, you know what? We have good stash of like enjoyable snacks. Mm. Cause I think camping, like the main yeah. activity is often the camping. So you don't have a huge amount planned often. And so there's a lot of snack time. There's a lot of eating time. And I just think, enjoy it and don't like you've already yeah. deprived yourself of a decent bedroom so don't go depriving yourself of a bit of sugar and butter like 
So, you know, breakfast can be pastries, you know, and I just think yeah. stock up on good snacks, good drinks, and just, you know, that's not the place to scrim. Then you'll be fine. Yeah. See, this is why you can't go camping way out there in, in the wilderness, because you have to be close to, you know, campground at the side of a town where there's like a little bakery in town and there's some restaurants and the grocery store where you can yeah I'm not into the I love cooking love it but not when I'm camping it's just too awkward so definitely the more I can do at home and bring when we did our boat holiday we obviously had a like cooker or if you go in a caravan or something that's totally different and then and then I'm all for a really decent shop where you're like really enjoyably stocked because you don't really have I mean, you might have a cooler. No, you no. don't really have a fridge. Yeah, to no, keep you want to have decent stuff. snacks. You don't want to be rationing yourself. Like, again, if you do camping for like endurance purposes, then fine. But otherwise, I think maybe not. Um, and I think a little bit of electricity. Yeah, I just think relying totally on just a single torch is a bit too much. Mm. I just have to have a pillow. Well, like my own pillow from yeah, cause Amanda. The amount of times I've forgotten the pillow, and you're lying there. You know, sometimes we'll bring the duvet. We've got nice sleeping bags now but you know some of those sleeping bags oh. come with a camping pillow Ooh, like yeah, no I need the pillow from my bed that is definitely not, one I didn't know that was that I need I mean a towel and, as well actually now that I've heard you luxuries <laughs> are like you know it goes without saying I want a towel and some decent conditioner and <laughs> a lamp um and then something to make coffee in like you definitely yeah. need a kettle now, you can't plug in the kettle, but I've got oh. one of those ones, you know, that you put the kettle on the stove. And what about yeah. festivals? Like camping at a festival. Are you ever too old for that? Um, yeah, no. I wouldn't bring my kids. Loads of people are into that. They're like, yeah, bring the kids. No, 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 no. That is so stressful to me. I mean, it's hard enough bringing everything just to a campsite that you can just flake at. Then trying to get to see some music and then maybe trying to dress up. No, we did the festivals when I was younger. It was a very, very good time. A very blurry time. Rarely ended up in your own tent. I remember actually one of the festivals we went to. I didn't go back to my tent. I ended up in somebody else's tent with one of my brothers. And our friend, it was our friend's tent. And their sibling also came in. And it was kind of like things just got a bit too out of hand, too crazy. And we were like, do you know what? let's just go back to our family in this one tent. This will be like our little home and we'll play families and we'll all have a lovely safe sleep. And then we'll head out and we'll chance this again for the rest of the festival. I didn't do it when yeah. I was younger. And now I'm like, I think I'm past it. But like that, loads of people do it with their kids. And I just, I'm like, mm. I don't see it happening. Like, you know, I suppose never say never, but maybe something will happen when I'm like a good bit older where I'll start to be good at it again, you know, where like, or again for yeah. the first time, you know, where you'll, I'll just get a bit better at just sort of like getting by. Maybe I just haven't reached that point yet in life, but maybe it'll come like yeah. 50s, 60s, something like that. And I'll be like, yeah, no big deal. I can live off nothing. Your but creature for now, comfort. I think it's not for me. Yeah. There isn't even bushes for bush peas in that point. It's porta potties and oh gosh. Ooh, I just trying to bring your two year old no, to a porta potty. No. no. Camping is sort of awful and scary and just not really as nice at home but at the same time totally worth it yeah like it's great but it's also it. terrible yeah okay i think that's um that's all from us yeah that is all from us if you'd like to check out our instagram page it's catching up with amanda neve 
Our intro music is credited to purpleplanet.com. Okay, bye. Thank you.